This session will cover inflammatory bowel disease, which is associated, uh, I'm sorry, inflammatory bowel disease associated arthritis. So this is a condition that is present within patients who already have inflammatory bowel disease and then they end up coming down with arthritis. About 20% of patients with IBD, and I'm not talking about investigating division, uh, will have associated arthritis. And this is associated more often with Crohn's disease than with ulcerative colitis. Arthritis usually appears after the onset of GI disease here. And there are three things that you're going to want to keep in mind, or the discussion here is going to be divided into three categories. First, we're going to group the patient's symptoms and exam. Second, we're going to talk about your differential diagnosis or the things that you need to differentiate away before arriving at a diagnosis of IBD arthritis. And finally, we're going to be talking about your treatments. So what, do, what, what are the symptoms of inflammatory bowel disease arthritis and the accompanying patient exam? Well, there's going to be peripheral arthritis and thesis and dactylitis with asymmetric Oligoarticular um, arthritis in particular. Um, large joint involvement, frequent, this is frequently non-erosive, and flares in connection with intestinal disease. The second um, set of things that you need to keep in mind when it comes to the symptoms of the exam is going to be spinal arthritis, right? And there are three things within this second subcategory to keep in mind. First, symmetric inflammatory sarcolitis and spondylitis can be a feature of spinal arthritis. Second, Spinal arthritis can mimic ankylosing spondylitis, so you need to differentiate that. And finally, the course of the disease is independent of the intestinal disease. So while the peripheral arthritis, enthesitis, and dactylitis is going to be connected with the IBD, um, the spinal arthritis is not. So our differential is consistent with what we saw on the patient exam and accompanying symptoms. So you're going to have to differentiate first and foremost ankylosing spondylitis. Then you're going to have to differentiate enteropathic reactive arthritis. Third, you'll have to distinguish away Whipple's disease. And finally, the last condition that needs to be differentiated is going to be seronegative rheumatoid arthritis. So what does our treatment look like for IBD arthritis? Well, two things to keep in mind here. First, the, the practitioner will want to order non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs. And third, I mean, I'm sorry, second, the practitioner will want to keep in mind treatment of the intestinal disease itself which will control peripheral arthritis. So you can control IBD arthritis by treating the IBD itself. And that concludes this short and sweet session on inflammatory bowel disease associated arthritis.